Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are the what are the top performing tech stocks in the first half of 2023? I've been waiting for this all week. Um, so the first half of the year, things have done pretty well. NVIDIA up 190%. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg put on, he took out 45, he put back on his 23 jersey, been <laughs> in the zone. I can't lie, Meta's up 138%. Um, Tesla's up 113%. Troy, you talked about this one being a stock of the year. Amazon is up 55%. Apple is up 50. Netflix is up 49. Microsoft is up 43. And Google is up 36% for the year as well. So the big message I want to give is even though there's a lot of discussion week to week, day to day on the news outlets about what companies matter, it's the same five to eight companies that matter the most. And the ones, the people that held the most um, are the ones who end up getting the biggest gains. Um, NVIDIA is one that I was screaming about all last year and top of this year. So for those of you who are still in it, I'm very proud of you. But I think the lesson here is not to try and sector rotate or chase the news that you may see on CNBC um, and just to focus on the ones that are producing quality gains and that has an edge in this new generation. Like the old tech model is over. The social media 
model is dead and of course with the innovation of ai um nvidia amd are going to be some major players um but if you miss out on those apple is still printing 52 percent. microsoft is up 43 meta has done incredibly well and of course bitcoin uh has made a, a great surge as well i don't know if you want to classify that as tech but um bitcoin has had a hell of a return this year i got well. yeah i'm gonna run down some more tech Right. Those are those are the major players. But there's there's some other ones inside of tech that are having incredible years. Let's start with uh, cybersecurity. Palo yeah. Alto up 83 percent. Semiconductors, AMD up 76 percent. Yep. Salesforce up 60 percent. Broadcom up 55 percent. Fortinet up 54 percent. Lamb Research up 53 percent on semiconductor up 51 percent. We're talking about real numbers, right? And so, like, even if you weren't inside of the big core five or six, there were still gains. And we'll talk about another one later on tonight. That yeah. there's still opportunities for games, right? When we talk about technology and we talk about semis, I mean, we've covered it extensively, and we, we will continue to. There's places inside. There, there doesn't have to be a sector rotation every time that you hear that on the news. Like, stick to your script, yep. stick to your plan, and stick to the things you know. Stick to Monolithic the things, you know. power systems. <laughs> they were up fifty percent. Like um, Carnival Cruise Lines, you can bring them up. I'm still not a fan of them, but mm -hmm. you can't deny the gains. They've been up, I think, almost ninety percent. Like this year was a rebound year. The interesting part is while all of those are up, the Dow is up three percent for the year. Right. Unbelievable. So, like at the top of the year, I was saying that we were going to be flat. Dow is relatively flat. The S and P has not moved that much outside of those eight. Yeah. Um, I think so SAP's the, up 14%. Yeah, 14%. I, think, I, think it'll, I think it'll pull back maybe August. Mm -hmm. So, not a lot, but um, it's really interesting that the Dow has not moved, but that's because of the weighting how the Dow is constructed that they haven't had more gains. And I think at some point that needs to change. Yeah, and then we got we got NASDAQ, I think, up, up 27%. NASDAQ like is that. cooking. Yeah, NASDAQ two tech, I mean, two index, no stress. Yeah, think about that though, right? Like last year at this time, we were looking at the NASDAQ down 30%. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's when we talk about being in, in, in the game and, and, and thinking from a long-term perspective from investing. This is what we're talking about. In one year, you watch something be down 30% and now come back a year later, it's up 20, 27% with you know good signs of showing that there's still more growth to happen. Which was the ideal time to buy? Like if the S&P is down like 14 to 20%, and NASDAQ is down like 25%. That's really an ideal time to buy. Um, and that's why I always tell everyone who's listening, like don't get dissuaded by the news to not invest. Like when things are at its worst and you're hearing all the negative news, that's an ideal time to buy. Like, and most importantly, it's just consistently buying and blocking out the noise is more key than anything. Um, Cause I hate when people are incredibly optimistic to buy at the top of the market. And I'm like, that's not the time to buy. Last year was the time to like load the boat. Uh, we we're in a cycle of acquisition. And now that, you know, AI has become like the new NFT or new crypto rally. As a result, the market has went up a hell of a lot. So, but the biggest lesson I want everyone to take away from this is pick four that you love, hold on to them for dear life and pour money into them every month. Do it. Put, yeah. in, put it in chat. Investing is easy. Yeah. Also, um, if anybody remembers... I'll go back to this again. Um, the presidential cycle. Mm -hmm. Remember, we spoke about this. We yeah, spoke about twenty. We spoke about this. We spoke about it like three different times. Mm -hmm. um, 
put yes in chat if you remember when we we spoke about the presidential now that's copyrighted Rashad. now go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um drip report by dunlap coming something no, <laughs> so um yeah we spoke about this and it's crazy because during the the historical information for the presidential cycles the second year is usually the worst for a stock market second year of a presidency yep. the third the third year is the best um just kiss and then it kind of cools off a little bit going into the fourth year so um it's crazy because that's actually what that is happening yeah and it's almost like right around the time it was like you know around like early spring first quarter to late fall mm-hmm. is a is the is the bear run like a, i mean a bull run like a really big bull run historically um it's actually played out exactly how history has dictated in the past. Yeah. Um, which is kind of crazy if you think about it, because we we actually spoke about it. Many so, times a multitude. I think even Caleb talked about it as well. I, yeah, I think one, one of the guests, maybe Peter talked about it as well. And we went over also, the chart, your chart, your, your chart guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. JC shot to JC. Yeah, he went he, over it as well. He went over the chart. He actually showed the chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when everybody was saying, "Hey, this this is not a bull run. This is not a bull run. There's going to be a bear market coming," and he's showing us otherwise and saying, "Look, I, I don't make these things up. I'm just looking at the data and what it's showing, and the yeah. data has been correct as well." Here, here's the thing I want the audience to know. Also, July is like one of the best months to buy stocks as well. So, like, even in the first 15 days, like, we should get a nice run. But like most stocks that are publicly traded. And most funds that are buying them are buying them in like long only strategies, meaning they're not shorting. So even when Apple hit, we'll talk about it later, the valuation of three trillion. Some people was like, well, should we short it now? And I'm like, for what? When 90 percent of the funds that are buying it are buying it long only. There are some stocks you could short. Like if you look at the worst performance stocks, AP, um, Etsy, CVS, um, Truist Financial Corporation, you can short those. But the ones that are printing 50%, 70%, there are funds that are only putting money into them on the long-term side. And the same cycles that you see like in, let's say, the NBA. There's only maybe eight, what Rashad and Troy, maybe eight or nine teams historically that are going to win titles year over year. You want to act as if that the Indiana Pacers have a chance to win. Shout out to <laughs> Indiana Pacers. This is my hometown, right? Or home state. But the Pacers not win a title this year. Um so in the same fashion, these same cycles work over and over again. There's best months to buy, best months to stay away, best months to short. It is your job to follow the information here and take advantage of it so we can make you money. Um, I will say this also that um, remember when I said, I said a while ago when tech was going crazy right after the pandemic and I'm like, this is overinflated and it's going to come down. Mm-hmm. And right after that, it came down. I don't think we're at that point now, but we're we're fastly approaching. You have to understand when things start to not make sense anymore, and when something's not sustainable. Um, Even when, AI. Well, AI is here to stay, but I'm just saying, yes. just the hype around it for companies to just go up 58 percent, 120 percent, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. This is not. So we will see a pullback in tech. Yeah, for sure, be. for sure. And I will call um, it one of pre recorded shows. Huh? I said I will call it one of pre recorded shows. Can we open La Marina back up or something? Boy. 
Hey. So so I say I have to say just you have to be patient. I know um if you missed if you missed this run, I mean it's not like it's you can steal him, but you never want to buy high. You never want to buy at a 52 week high. That's that's it. That's important. That's law. Um, unless you're dollar cost averaging, then it doesn't matter. But if you just want, if you just, you don't want to try to time the market and put money in it at the high, um, so you will you will have an opportunity mm-hmm. to put money into the market, but you just have to be patient. It's true. You must practice patience. It's true. I'll be I'll be like a hundred percent transparent. Like this Tesla run that it's been on over the past two months, I'm, I wasn't in, and I've been trying to like just be patient with it. Like I yeah. I have shares of it. Obviously, I'm making money on that side but you know i like to do like leaps in the options game and I, the timing hasn't been right for it and so i just yeah, gotta just be patient away yeah, it's just been, yeah every time i'm like i'm like nah this ain't it yeah. this ain't the time this ain't the moment but that's something you have to learn like there have been times in the past where it was like i'm gonna catch this thing on the way up and then it goes up and then that slides huge down. huge slide percent yeah you're right and so this is one of those times where experiencing patience and discipline comes in into work and now it works in your favor it's like i'm happy for everybody that that is in tesla like it's a company that i believe in it's why i have shares in it yep. um but watching people like win is like that's dope and in the back of your mind like that's great i missed yeah. it but that's cool we i gotta be cool with that i'll have wins um because we in this game for a long time yeah and for those of you who are investing long term just hold on for 10 years block out all noise um, one of the biggest mistakes I see people is taking in too much information, trying to get a confirmation bias one way or another. When if you just let the equity sit in your portfolio and add to it, you'll have way- like how many people do we know that probably have been watching the show for a year and a half, two years and still haven't executed yet because they're afraid or taking in too much information when you could have just had the gains if you would have just applied the information. Um, so my biggest suggestion to everyone, I mean, even and the reason why I love Apple when they even close above that three, three trillion valuation, like they're still printing amazing gains. Like if you have a big, so, so for those of you who have more money, let's say you want to put a hundred thousand into the market, 500,000, you're like, where's the safe place? Apple's going to give you the slowest and smallest drawdown of any big company. And you'll still be able to have predictable gains out of that. So if you're working with a smaller account, you may want to pick something more volatile, if you will, to try and get a gain there. But if you have less money, index and apple are our safe way so regardless of any market as jim kramer would say uh there's a bull market somewhere my graduates from my school being forbes backdrop backdrop <laughs> <laughs> a mic drop backdrop backdrop <laughs>